Welcome to Leading Lights. You're about to hear a message from Lighthouse Church. Hello, my name is Rob McFarlane and I'm the pastor of River Church. This is the first sermon in a three-part series and we will be looking at the lives of three Bible characters, Moses, Joseph and Mary, and see how they found favour with God. We will learn life lessons from their example and how we can find favour with God in our lives. So this sermon series is entitled Found Favour and today we're studying Moses. We should live with an appreciation for and anticipation of God's favour in our lives. Listen to Psalm chapter 5 verse 12. It says, Surely, Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as with a shield. We should live with an anticipation that God's favor surrounds us, goes before us, is upon us, and is with us wherever we go. Now, favor is not asking God for favors. Like saying, if you do me a favor, God, I'll pay you back. Many people are not seeking favor with God, but favors from God. Another thing that favor is not in the Bible is showing favoritism. God shows favor to individuals, but he does not show favoritism. In other words, any of us can walk in God's favor if we live in a way that pleases him. Listen to Acts chapter 10, verse 34 and 35. So Peter opened his mouth and said, Truly I understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. So today, we'll look at how Moses found favor with God. Let's read Exodus chapter 33, verse 11 to verse 18. I'm reading from the English Standard Version of the Bible. It says, Thus the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. When Moses turned again into the camp, his assistant, Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, would not depart from the tent. Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, Bring up this people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. Now, therefore, if I have found favor in your sight, please show me now your ways, that I may know you in order to find favor in your sight. Consider, too, that this nation is your people. And he said, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. And he said to him, if your presence will not go with me, do not bring us up from here. For how shall it be known that I have found favor in your sight, 
I and your people, is it not in your going with us so that we are distinct and I and your people from every other people on the face of the earth? And the Lord said to Moses, this very thing that you have spoken, I will do. For you have found favor in my sight, and I know you by name. Moses said, please show me your glory. Five times we see the phrase found favor in this passage. In verse 13, verse 14, verse 16, and verse 17. And today we'll see what finding favor looks like and how we can live with an expectation and anticipation of God's favor in our lives. So four things. And number one is communication with God. Let's see the interaction between Moses and the Lord. We see this in verse 11, 12, 14, 15, and 17. In verse 11, the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. Isn't that awesome? Close, intimate friendship, relationship with God. In verse 12, Moses says to the Lord, See, you say to me. Verse 14, And he, God, said. Verse 15, And he, Moses, said to him. And verse 17, And the Lord said, to Moses. Clearly, we see in this passage an ongoing communication, relationship with God. And that's what prayer is. Prayer is talking and listening to God. Oh, what a wonderful privilege we have that we can pray without ceasing, that we can talk to God and we can listen to him. Like Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 27, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. For us to follow him, we need to recognize his voice. To recognize his voice, we need to get to know him. And I want to encourage us to develop our prayer life. Prayer is an ongoing conversation with God, speaking to God and listening to him, an interaction between us and God. And God wants us to walk with him, to talk with him, to spend time with him, to get to know him. So first of all, we've seen that favor with God means that you can have an ongoing communication with him. Number two, God knows us by name. Listen to Exodus chapter 33, verse 12 and verse 17. In verse 12, Moses says, Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have found favor in my sight. And then verse 17, the Lord says to Moses, The very thing that you have spoken I will do, for you have found favor in my sight, and I know you by name. Now, obviously, God is knows everything. He's omniscient. He knows everything about us. Obviously, he knows our names. But let's think about that phrase from a slightly different perspective. Imagine a celebrity or royalty knowing 
your name. If Her Majesty the Queen knew who you were and came to an event and then said to you, Hello, Rob, how are you? You would feel so honoured, so favoured, so privileged. It would be a joyful, proud moment for you. If somebody who is important or famous knows you by name. Well, I want to tell you today that God knows us by name. Listen to what he says in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 1 and 2. He says, I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Friend, God knows you by name. He knew Zacchaeus as he walked under the tree and he looked up and he said, Zacchaeus, today I'm coming to your house for tea. When he went to Zacchaeus's house, he said, today salvation has come to this house. God knows us by name and we have this wonderful confidence that he knows us by name, that he's called us by name. We are his and he wants to bring salvation into our lives. So number two, walking in God's favor or finding favor with God is knowing that he is aware of everything in your life. He knows you by name and he's called you out by name. He is looking out for you. Thank you, Jesus, that you know us by name. Thank you, Father, that nothing escapes your sight. Holy Spirit, thank you that you're drawing us into a ever-increasing dependency, joyful relationship with God as his children. Number three, the third thing about walking in God's favor is that God reveals himself to us. Let's look at verse 13 and verse 18 together. In verse 13, we see God reveals his ways. And then verse 18, we see God is going to reveal his glory. Now, Moses knew that if we understand God's ways, then we will see his glory. God's ways come before God's glory. It's important for us, if we want to experience the power and presence of God, that we live his ways. Let's look at verse 13. Moses says, please show me now your ways, so that he can walk in favor with God. And then verse 18, Moses ends this conversation by saying, Please show me your glory. Now, I think that it's so important for us not to just seek the gifts, but to seek the giver. Not just to seek the provision, but to seek the provider. As we get to know him and his ways, as we want a close relationship with him, as we live in a way that wants to please him, then he will release his power and his presence and his glory in our lives. The psalmist in Psalm 103 verse 7 says, He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the people of Israel. Let's not just be those who seek his acts. Let's be those who seek his ways. Let's live in a way that pleases him. Now, this evidently was a problem when Jesus ministered on the earth. People wanted the provision, the bread and the fish or the miracles. 
but they didn't want to know him as Lord and Savior. And the most important thing for us, church friends and family, is for us to know him as our Lord and Savior. His acts draw us to know him as a person, his ways. Let's get to know his ways, and then we can expect to see his glory. He wants to reveal himself to us. Now, I've said it before, and I'll just say it again very briefly. There's three ways that the invisible God makes himself visible. Through his creation, through Jesus Christ, and through the love that the saints have for one another. In his creation, we see in the the macro, in the stars, in the universe, we see the awesome wonder of God. But we also see him reveal himself in the minute or the micro, like a simple egg, reveals something of the Trinity, three in one. The shell, the yolk, and the white of the egg are all one egg, but they are three distinct parts of that egg. God reveals himself through his creation. Jesus showed us what God was like. He was the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He was the exact imprint of God's nature. And finally, through his church, the body of Christ, and our love for one another, the Bible tells us that no one has ever seen God But if we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. And Jesus told us his new commandment. If we love one another as he has loved us, all people will know that we are his disciples because of our love for one another. So number three, we've seen that God wants to reveal himself to us. He wants us to learn his ways And we can learn that through creation, through studying Jesus and relationship with him. And we can learn that in relationship with others, walking in love for one another. Number four, my final point is we can live aware of God's presence. Let's read Exodus 33, verse 14 to 16. And he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. And he said to him, If your presence will not go with me, do not bring us up from here. For how shall it be known that I have found favor in your sight, I and your people? Is it not in your going with us so that we are distinct, I and your people, from every other people on the face of the earth? God's presence is the distinguishing factor in our lives. As the church, we're not just a social organization a club or a society of friends, we are the body of Christ. And his presence in us should be a distinguishing mark. When people come into our meetings or our gatherings, they should sense God's presence among us. Now, there are four levels of God's presence. There's God's omnipresence where he's everywhere at the same time. He's he's all over the place. The universe cannot cannot contain God. Like the psalmist said, where shall I go from your spirit or where shall I flee from your presence? The second way that God's presence is felt is when we 
Take him at his word that he said, I am with you always. I will never leave you or forsake you. I'm with you to the end of the age. And thirdly, as we gather in his name, Jesus promised where two or three gather in my name, I'm there in their midst. But there's more than just the uh, omnipresence and the promised presence of God and the gathering in his name presence. There's also his manifest presence where he tangibly reveals himself for purpose and power. Like we read in the ministry of Jesus, how the power of the Lord was present to heal. And God wants us to live in that favor. He wants us to live with that expectation that there's times in our worship, in our interaction with one another, in our prayer, in hearing God's word, that his very presence is evident for purpose and for power, to bring healing, to bring freedom, to bring change in our lives. So today, we've seen that you and I can live with an anticipation for and a appreciation of God's favor in our lives. We've looked at Moses and we've seen that he had favor with God. We too can walk in that favor in our lives. Let's pray together. And as we do, I want to encourage you to ask the Holy Spirit, what does he want to do in your life as a result of what you've heard in today's sermon? First, and probably the most important question for me to ask is, have you received salvation? 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2 says, For he says, in a favorable time, I have listened to you. And a day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the favorable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. You can receive salvation from Jesus today. Perhaps you're a follower of Jesus. Well, I want to encourage you today. God knows you by name. When you pass through the valley or the flood or the fire, he says, I will be with you. You are mine. I've called you by name. Let's pray together and let's see what God wants to do in our lives. Father God, thank you that you are at work in our lives. Thank you that we can live with an appreciation of and anticipation of your favor in our lives, that we can communicate with you, that we can get to know your ways so that you can reveal your glory in our lives. Thank you that we can live knowing that you are with us and we long for more of your presence and power in our lives. Today, we want to surrender our lives to you. We trust you with everything in our lives. Have your way among us. Holy Spirit, move now. Touch people, draw people to you. Today, if you don't know him, the day is the day of salvation. Call out to him. He says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Perhaps today you are in a difficult situation. He is with you. He's called you by name. He wants to draw you out. Perhaps today you need to surrender to his will and his ways so that you can see his glory and power revealed in your life your relationships, 
in every area of your life. Lord, show us your ways. Please, Lord, show us your glory. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us at River Church Online today. If you prayed to ask Jesus to come into your life, to surrender to him as Lord and Savior, then I encourage you to download a free copy of What is Salvation? You'll find a link in the notes under the heading, What is Salvation? It's a booklet that I wrote that explains how you can become a follower of Jesus and grow in relationship with him. If you're in our area, we invite you to join us for our in-person meetings at River Church. Please visit our website for more details. As we close, I would like to speak the blessing over you from Numbers chapter 6, verse 24 to 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Thank you. God bless you. The best is yet to come. Thanks for listening. Please visit leadinglightsnetwork.com for more resources and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Please consider supporting this ministry by making a donation on the giving page at leadinglightsnetwork.com or lighthousejersey.com.